0: And the world is going on, Miss Kapow. The world is going. Kapoot. It's going to hell in a handbasket. Where do yep. we ever get that term? Hell in a handbasket. Where'd that come from? I don't know. Who goes to hell in a handbasket? I don't know. Uh, how about what's today's date?
1: Today's date is July 17th, 2017.
0: All right. 7777. Seven, seven, seven.
1: Seven 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 seven. We are
0: going to talk about <laughs> the title of the show is the alien age from Christ to now. The alien age from Christ to now. Now, this isn't just clickbait. It sounds like clickbait. It sounds like, oh, my gosh, what a great title. I know. And then everybody would be clicking on it because like, oh, they're talking about aliens. I'm talking about Satan. So I'm going to tell you right now, there's no clickbait here. There's no secret. This is satanic Luciferian Stuff we're talking about. Uh huh. He's an alien, because see, we belong to another kingdom, right, Miss Capal?
1: Oh, that's definitely. We belong
0: to another kingdom, the kingdom of God
1: through Christ Jesus.
0: Christ Jesus. So anything else is alien to us mm-hmm. and to you, the Kapow listener. Being born again, washed Amen. in the Praise blood the of Lord. Jesus Christ. Yes. Thank Amen. You. Amen. So the alien age from Christ to now. Let's talk about that. And Miss Kapow, if you don't have anything else to add to this introduction, shall you read the first scripture?
1: Yes. The first scri- scripture is in Galatians one four, that says, Who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father.
0: And the word world is age, I'm pretty sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Age. So he's delivering us from this present evil age. It's clear we're in an evil age. So it's not church triumphant, right? It's not like the church is going to keep winning souls and winning souls, and then we're going to convert uh, the Muslims. We're going to convert the Catholics, and we're going to convert the Jews, and uh, everything's going to be hunky-dory. We're going to enter to the millennium, right? It's not like that. Nope. It's an evil age. It will continue to be evil until the consummation. Mm -hmm. which means all the iniquity is filled up to the end, to the brim, and God's appointed time says, it's over, kaput, I'm pulling the plug. Out of here. That's right. So there's an alien character of this age, is there not? Yes. It's an alien character, especially the days we live in now. Has it changed so much? And I'm going to just go back to the last eight years Ten years. It has changed so oh, yeah. much.
1: Uh-huh. It's unrec- unrecognizable.
0: It is. And it's not like, hey, you know what, Brother Kapow, you're just an old dude. So you know? uh, you're you're thinking about the good old days, you know, when you were, um, I don't know, you know, drinking Pepsi Cola on the porch on the farm.
1: But you know what? It was evil even back then. It was. It's just that now with our technology and um, our way of communicating and stuff like that, it's just gotten Worse, everything is like multiplied and increased and more profound.
0: Mm -hmm. And we've definitely entered, not in the biblical sense, but in the real worldly sense, a digital age, Mm -hmm. just like we had the industrial age, you know, the dark ages, you know, all that stuff. This is a digital age. So things are different digitally. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have uh, tapped into other dimensions. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, definitely other dimensions,
1: definitely
0: interdimensional beings, aliens. There's no such thing as aliens from outer space. Everybody knows that, you know, that I'm talking to a sophisticated audience that listens to Kapow. We all know they're interdimensional. So what does that mean to us? I think we could all agree that we are worse now than when Christ was on the earth.
1: I agree with that.
0: And like you said, Ms. Capel, it's always been bad. Satan has always been the god of this world. Mm -hmm. He's always been here since, I mean, he was in the garden, the tempter of the garden, the serpent. Clearly, Genesis 3 talks about the serpent seed. Clearly, Christ talks about the tares Mm -hmm. and the wheat. Clearly, he explained that parable saying that they were the seed of the wicked one that was sown. Clearly, that's true. Amen. So he's been here, but since the time of Christ till now, it has gotten worse. Yeah. And worse. Or like my friends like to say, worser and worser. (laughs) It has. It's just, it's gotten horrible. And we went through the dark ages because of the Roman Catholic unchurch or anti church, Mm -hmm. tried to hide the word of God for centuries until the Reformation slapped that in the face. Mm-hmm. And then you would think that the Roman Catholic Church and the Pope was dead because no. of the Word of God and in the, in the King James Bible in 1611 and, the, and the, uh, the protesters, the Protestants, and the Reformers. But you know what? It's reared its ugly head again, hasn't it?
1: Well, it's just like a serpent. You know, you close one door, it'll just slide somewhere else. It slithers somewhere else.
0: It did. It comes back up. And that wound on that head that seemed like it was dead, ooh, it's not. And guess what? The world is amazed, and it wonders after the beast. Mm -hmm. That beast is that pagan, ancient, Babylonian, Luciferian religion that calls itself Catholicism today. Right. But it's the same Babylonian religion. And that darkness covered the earth until the word of God came. And now they go, well, we can't destroy the word of God. So we're going to infiltrate and corrupt it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what's been going on.
2: That's right.
0: And because of that, there is more darkness today than there is light. There's more darkness than light. Mm-hmm. And this world, we're running from crisis to crisis and heading right into destruction. And why is that Ms. Gabow? What's the answers? Why? No.
1: Well, there are two opposing spirits, the Holy Spirit and the alien spirit. And in 1 Corinthians 2.12, it says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. 1 John four 5 through 6 says, They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world hears them. And we are of God, he that knows God hears us, he that is not of God hears not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And Second 2 Thessalonians 2.11 says, And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. And Ephesians 2.1-2 says, And you hath he quickened who are dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in past time ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. Mm -mm. And I have two more scriptures. The next one is second Thessalonians two, three through four. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshiped so that he as God sits in the temple of God, Showing himself that he is God. And you know, at the, from the things that we've studied, mm-hmm. we know now that that is the Pope. Yep, He's the Antichrist.
0: That's the office of the Pope. Exactly. Every Pope, every Pope from the beginning of the 4th century or the 3rd century, but actually from Constantine on, because before Constantine, it was pagan Rome, right? Mm-hmm. So all it did was take on the religion aspect of Christianity and, uh, as a big deception and, it, and it's still pagan Rome, but it's pagan Roman Catholic. Right. And from that point on every Pope, the office of the Pope is antichrist. Think about it, folks go back to history. Think about it. What that scripture that Miss just read second Thessalonians two, three through four, who else, who else in history fits that to a T mm-hmm. Paul saw that coming he, it was revealed to Paul saying, that man of sin is going to be revealed. That's right. And it did. About 300, excuse me, 350, 400 years later, here it comes. And it's been with us ever since. It's an ancient Babylonian religion from Babylon is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it is so deceptive that it took on the guise of Christian lingo and Christianity to deceive the masses. But that pope is the antichrist. The Catholic system, that Babylonian religion, is the beast, and that whore is that Catholic Church that rides on it.
1: That's right. Now I have some quotes here from the um, from popes in the past and whatnot. Okay, I'm going to read some. Pope Pius V blasphemed. He said the pope and God are the same, so he has all power in heaven and earth. Pope Innocent the Third said. We may, according to the fullness of our power, dispose of the law and dispense above the law. Those whom the Pope of Rome does separate, it is not a man that separates them, but God. For the Pope holds place on earth, not simply of a man, but of the true God. Pope Leo Thirteenth said, We hold upon this earth the place of God Almighty. Pope Pius the IX said, I alone am the successor of the apostles, the vicar of Jesus Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Oh, wow. Pope Pius X declared, the Pope is not simply the representative of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. On the contrary, he is Jesus Christ himself. That is an antichrist. Under a the, pseudo-Christ. Exactly. Under the veil of the flesh. Does the Pope speak? It is Jesus Christ who is speaking. Hence, when anyone speaks of the Pope, it is not necessary to examine, but to obey. And I'm going to read uh, yeah. Revelation 13:4 and uh, verses 11 through 12. And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped the beast saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb and he spake as a dragon and he exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed.
0: Wow. I'm going to give some homework out to uh, the Kapow listeners. Here's some homework. and If you really want to get deep into this and really understand what's going on. Um, I just want you to watch or read. Probably it's easier to just watch it on YouTube. Just Google, um, you know, the history of the Jesuits. Uh, we mentioned last week three documentaries by Christian Pinto that were really good. Um, the Lamp and the Light. Uh, I believe it's Wheaton and Tears," and The Road to Babylon nine hours of documentary and, and it's specifically talking about the word of God from uh, Christ on and how these uh, Jesuits and the Roman Catholic church have done everything in their power to suppress the word of God. And it's fully documented historically. And the other thing I want you to do is not only know who the Jesuits are and who these Roman Catholic leaders are, Now, when I'm talking about Roman Catholics, you're probably going, my mom's Roman Catholic, my mom's Catholic, my neighbors are Catholic, they're good people and everything. Those people are goyim. Those people are the sheep, and they're Mm -hmm. deluded, and they're under the lie. And it's your job to try to tell them, if they'll listen to you, the truth. If they don't listen to you, then their blood's not on your hands. But they're the goyim. So when I'm talking about the Catholic Church, I am talking about the leadership and the spirit behind it. And, of course, that pope. Is of Satan. Anybody who sits there and says their God is of Satan, right? Exactly. And he fits that bill in Second Thessalonians chapter two to the T. And let me tell you another thing for homework. Here is some good homework. This is true and it's historical. When you are talking about the Antichrist, and you believe that he is some future world one world leader. That's going to come out of uh, America, or is going to come out of Syria, or is Italy be Muslim, was the last one. Or I Italy heard. or whatever. And you think that he is going to sit in a rebuilt temple in Jerusalem and say, "I am God and His God," and the Jews are going to go through seven years of tribulation while you're up there eating matzo balls with Jesus because you got raptured, and then you're going to come back, and then. Then the Jews are going to accept their Messiah and then Christ is going to fight for them. And then after that, they're going to enter to the millennial and then um, everything's going to be great and all nations are going to, you know, come to God because of Jerusalem. And then guess what? God's going to renovate the earth by fire after that. If you believe that. You fall into futurism or dispensationalism. And I want to tell you, this is your homework that was invented and written by a Jesuit Mm -hmm. and the purpose was to take the focus away from the Pope and the church being antichrist and the beast, because that is what the early church fathers believed in the second and third century. You know that that's what the early church fathers believed that the Catholic universal church was that beast in revelation. And guess who else believed it? The reformers, Mm -hmm. those people who, whose heads were cut off, who were burned at the stake, who were put on the rack and every bone crushed and split apart, believed that Catholicism was the beast. And so a Jesuit priest invented futurism For the sole purpose. See, Jesuits exist only to protect the Pope and the Mm -hmm. Catholic Church. And they will do anything, including assassination, killing, deceiving, and they're everywhere. They could be Jewish. They could be Muslim. It doesn't matter. Because they work for Satan. And this Jesuit priest invented futurism to take the Antichrist and put it way in the future so no one would look at the pope this is history folks that's your that's your assignment the other thing i want you to look at is the opposite end of that belief is preterism preterism hardcore preterism believes that everything all prophecies were fulfilled in AD 70 and there's nothing else to be fulfilled it's all over with that also was invented and brought to light by a Jesuit priest a few hundred years before futurism, and it was for the same purpose. The purpose was to take the focus away from the Pope and the Catholic Church as being the Antichrist and the beast system and put it in history and blame Nero. This, I'm telling you, this is the truth. That's your homework assignment if you want to go deeper in it. You know, don't just don't believe me. I'm telling you, and both these Jesuit priests wrote books on it. And what's interesting is that futurism, this doctrine of dispensationalism, and that some future antichrist is going to sit in some weird temple that Israel's going to be revived and all this stuff, what all came from the Catholic church, a Jesuit, a liar. And yet this is the main viewpoint of evangelical Christianity today.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And there's a difference between a protestant someone who protests the catholic antichrist system and someone who's an evangelical and who has unified with them a huge difference we happen to be protestants we protest the beast and that's why i tell you take your time do your research google it i mean there's articles we're not we're not making this up we're not making this up so you have a hegelian dialectic here you have opposing views you have a jesuit priest saying no everything happened in the past in AD 70 there is nothing else and then you have another opposing view saying no everything happens in the future future antichrist And you think, well, they're both opposing views. It's yin and yang. It's black and white, like the checkered board of the Masonic second degree, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if they oppose each other. All that matters in the Jesuit mind is that the Pope and the church benefit from those beliefs. And they're everywhere, folks. They're not just in your religion. They're in your cornflakes. They're in the air. They're in the water you drink. They're in the products. They're in every entertainment. They're everywhere. That's right. The Jesuits are everywhere. I had no idea about the history of the Jesuits. I had no idea that Abraham Lincoln said they tried to assassinate him numerous times. I had no idea. They've been kicked out of countries historically. They're horrible Luciferian Serpent seed. And anybody involved with that serpent seed church needs to get out, get out of Babylon. That's right. Any other uh, scripture on that? Nope. Two opposing spirits. They're alien. The alien spirits. Okay. Also the alien spirit that's operating in this world is the glorification of man. Man. Ms. Kapow, mm-hmm. you have uh,
1: Yes, I have a scripture, 1 Corinthians 4.3, alien tech. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not my own self.
0: Man is living in an age, an alien age, where he's glorifying himself. Mm -hmm. glorifying himself and exalting himself. And if you remember in the books of Enoch and the book of Jubilee, Jubilees, we, we talked about how the sons of God did two things to bring on the flood, two things that brought on judgment. One was that the sons of God, the angels, the watchers, Mated with the daughters of men, thus producing this nephilim hybrid uh, half man, half God creature that we know as giants. And of course, Greek mythology and the ancients uh, all have stories about the Olympians and the Titans. Those are the same people, same creatures, the ones that built all these ancient monuments and and such forth. All you you people know all this stuff. You already Mm. know this. The other reason why God brought on the flood was because these very same watchers that took um, human wives taught them and mankind knowledge that they shouldn't have taught mankind. Mm -hmm. And that goes all the way back to Genesis with the serpent saying, surely you will not die. If you eat this fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, you'll become as God. Exactly. It's the same ancient alien wisdom. And I'm not saying that all of this knowledge, uh, was bad. What I'm saying is God had a time frame for mankind. And some of this stuff that they brought in, like the art of war, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: obviously homosexuality, you know, the, the art of, uh, putting on makeup. This is for men in wearing adornments, mm-hmm. um, root, metalworking. Um, I'm sorry. Root cutting, mm-hmm. witchcraft, sorcery, okay. and, and tapping into that other realm, that alien realm, you know, as well as I know, when you pick up your iPhone or your Samsung galaxy or whatever you carry from your pocket or in your purse, you are holding a bit of magic in your hand. It's pure magic what these little things can do. Mm -hmm. And it's alien tech. The fact that I'm talking to you through some internet thing and able to do podcasting like this is some kind of bizarre magic. Mm
1: -hmm. We all know that. Yeah, it really is incredible knowledge. It is. Think about it.
0: And that, in the days of Noah... That coupled with the mating and bringing with, the, with, the, with humans and bringing on the hybrids and that knowledge is what brought on the flood.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: Jesus says right before the son of man comes before the, the end of the age will be like the days of Noah.
2: That's right.
0: And that's why I talk about this, because what you're seeing now is stuff you didn't see eight years ago or 10 years ago. Probably, you didn't even see it five years ago. There's all kinds of stuff out here. That's amazing. That's alien tech. We live in the age of the glorification of man, and we're getting alien wisdom.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Two things I want to talk about. One I'm not going to t- give you details on this, because we've talked about this over and over again, and there's a lot of information out there -- is CERN. Mm-hmm. CERN. Uh, we should all know what CERN is. CERN is science cloaked in full-on magic? That's right. CERN is a machine. And it's what I'm calling spiritual machines. We're in the day where there are spiritual machines. It's not like the washing machine or the Chevy that your uh, grandpa got.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> this is not your whirlpool. These are spiritual machines. CERN is a machine that taps into the spirit world. It taps into another other dimensions. This is what they're experimenting with. Right.
1: right. Mm-hmm.
0: If you don't know about CERN, please look that up also. I'm sure you do. The Actually, other thing, it's like the
1: the like the Tower of Babel being resurrected.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. We will make a name for ourselves in Babel. Mm-hmm. And God will never destroy us again in our tower. Tab- and we're going to reach to heaven, right? right? You think they just built a tall building because they were so stupid? They thought, you know, if they can go 200 feet into the atmosphere, they'll reach heaven. No, Babel's a portal. In fact, Babylon, the, the root word is gate. That's it's right. a stargate. It's a stargate. And you're right, that's exactly where we're at. We're at Genesis eleven going backwards, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So CERN is one thing, and the other thing that's hitting that's just now hitting and, and coming to fruition is D wave computing. Oh. D wave computing. Quantum Computing. D-Wave is the actual company that's making this. And let me just, let me just quickly read something from their website. From D-WaveSys.com. Uh, D-WaveSys.com. Quantum Computing. How D-Wave systems work. But right on their splash page, it says, To speed computation, quantum computers tap directly into an unimaginably vast fabric of reality Mm. the strange and counterintuitive world of quantum mechanics doesn't make much sense to you but i'm gonna play you a clip that's Mm. going to make you
1: shiver shiver
0: (laughs) (laughs) shiver quantum computation rather than store information using bits represented by zeros and ones you know binary regular computer stuff as conventional digital computers do Quantum computers use quantum bits or qubits to encode information as zeros, ones, or both at the same time. This superposition of states, along with other quantum mechanical phenomena, what's that? Of entanglement and tunneling enables quantum computers to manipulate enormous combinations of states at once. Does this sound like something you want to go to Best Buy and get and put on your desk. No. But don't worry about it. You're not going to be able to do that. This ain't this ain't built for you. <laughs> You're not going to wear this on your on your wrist like an iWatch. This is for the kings of the earth and the powers of the of the sky. These are these are uh for the big boys.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So let's um I'm gonna play you a clip, and this is from the CEO of D Wave Computing. I had to edit it down quite a bit to get it you know, to be a, you know, 40 second clip. Uh, But if you want to go hear the full uh, video on this, go to YouTube and type in quantum computing D wave by tapped line T A P P E D L I N E. And um, this is a video of this guy talking about their computer and this is where I got the clip, so Mm. I'm gonna play it right now. Anything, uh, Ms. Cabal, before I play the clip? No, no, no. Okay.
3: There is a very clear prediction that our most successful theory of nature makes, and that is that there are an enormous number, mind-bogglingly large number, of parallel realities, as real as this one, that have different consistent histories. But science has reached the point now where we can build machines that exploit those other worlds. And quantum computers are perhaps the most exciting of all of these. Imagine that there really are parallel universes out there. And now imagine you have two that are exactly identical in every respect with only one difference. And that's the value of a little thing called a qubit on this chip, which is a contraction of quantum bit. In a quantum computer... That device can be in this strange situation where these two parallel universes have a nexus, a point in space where they overlap. And when you increase the number of these devices, you, every time you add one of these qubits, you double the number of these parallel universes that you have access to. Until such time when you get to a chip like this, which has about 500 of these bits, you have something like 2 to the 500th power of these guys living in that chip. So the way I think about it is that the shadows of these parallel worlds overlap with ours. And if we're smart enough, we can dive into them and grab their resources and pull them back into ours. Wow, what do you, what do you think about that?
1: It's frightening. Absolutely frightening. It reminds me of the, the videos that we watched about CERN, right? Mm-hmm. And how they actually saw faces while looking through the, um, what do you call it, the telescope or yeah, whatever? Yeah, the, the light or whatever. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And when this thing was saying how they can multiply these worlds with these living entities there, it was kind of creepy. It, it, incredible.
0: One of the things that really got me at the end when he says um, he's talking about the bits and how they multiply and it's to the 500th power. Mm -hmm. And he says these these bits that live in there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that we could go into these other dimensions, these parallel universes and grab what we need and bring it into ours. Uh, These obviously this is spiritual machinery. It's a spiritual machine. It's not a computer like you would think of a computer. And they're tapping into uh, a hidden world, an occult world of fallen angels and demons and star knowledge, Mm -hmm. alien knowledge. And uh, like I said, you're not going to be wearing this on your wrist, I don't think. But the guys who are making the big decisions of the world in food production and banking and all that stuff, uh, they're going to be accessing these parallel universes for guidance.
1: Yeah, they're, they're crossing barriers that they shouldn't be crossing. Mm-hmm. And so they're opening themselves to the, um, the demonic world. And it's really no different than when we play with the Ouija board yes. or do seances or anything, you know, or practice necromancy or, or anything like that. It's just another tool to connect to the supernatural.
0: Yes, and you, I think you're bringing a great point there. I mean, if you told, uh, you know, Putin and Donald Trump to sit together in a room and put their hands on a, on a Ouija board and to decide the fate of, uh, you know, the free world, that would be crazy and superstitious and what the heck. But you do the same thing and say it's a quantum computer. Well, now you can put in this data and get all kinds of information and other outcomes from the mm-hmm. same source, an alien source. Crazy. Exactly. Crazy. Okay. Shall we uh, move on? I'm going to take a short commercial break. Okay. And then we'll move on and talk about the two classes of mankind. There are children of God
4: and children of alien. Yeah. Okay. Hello. This is Professor Lamsrath from the Institute of Prophetic Studies in Southern California. Are you tired of going to church? You're getting nothing from it? Do you feel good on Sunday but defeated by Monday? Does your church fail to equip you with the necessary tools to live out your Christianity? And does your church leave you powerless? Have you ever wondered why? Well, you are not alone. I strongly suggest you read Eyes to See Unseen Enemies by Paul and Linda Villanueva. This book examines and explains the problems with so many of today's churches and ministries. You will learn about the false spirits invading churches and the occult practices that have crept into the house of God. More importantly, you will get the tools needed to protect yourself and the ones you love. Eyes to See Unseen Enemies is available at all online digital book retailers such as Amazon, iBooks, and Barnes & Noble. Go to fifthhookmedia.com, F-I-F-T-H-O-O-K-M-E-D-I-A.com for further information. This is Professor Lambsrath. And I am making eyes to see unseen enemies required reading in all of my courses. So I'll see you in class. All right, we are back. We are back.
0: Two classes of mankind. just children of God and children of aliens.
1: Yes, 1 John 3.10 says, In this the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever does not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. Ephesians 2, 2 says, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience.
0: You see, and that's why there could be no brotherhood of man. There could be no unity. Uh, you know, it reminds me so much of um, Jehu, God's mm-hmm. assassin. Yep. And he's riding like a crazy man in the chariot. And he's going to kill a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And they're going, who is that coming towards us? He rides like a wild man like Jehu. Yeah, And so he approaches, I forget what king it was in Israel, and they go, Jehu, do you come in peace? And he says, there could be no peace. Mm. And mm. he proceeds to whack them. Yep. And it reminds me of the same thing. There can be no unity. That's right. So when the Catholic Church, when the Pope... When the ecumenical movement, they want to unify Christianity. It's not even you got to. We even got to quit using that term yeah. because everybody thinks Christianity is Catholicism. Right. We got to yep. go back to calling ourselves the Way.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: we're children of the Way because yeah.
1: everything's hijacked. Exactly. And what does light have with
0: darkness? It has no fellowship. None. No, none at all. And so there could be no unity. So if you hear a Christian leader or pastor or anything talk about the brotherhood and unity and unifying as one, that's wrong. Yeah. That's and all wrong. the
1: pastors that are uh you know that have aligned themselves with the Catholic Church, you know, like Kenneth Copeland, uh Rick Warren, they're wrong.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And just because a smaller congregation or a smaller church doesn't openly kiss the Pope's ring, if they're aligning to Purpose Driven mm-hmm. or aligning to Hillsong or aligning, all of that stuff, yep. or Prosperity Gospels, anything like that, they've aligned with the beast. Yeah, They've aligned with the Antichrist system, the whore that rides the beast. Yep. And they're drinking
1: of her cup yep. of fornication. It's It's really... That clear. Yeah. And and in Revelation 18, you know, the Lord specifically says, get out from among her. Yes.
0: You've got to get out of Babylon. Mm -hmm. It's an ancient Babylonian religion disguised as Christianity. Call it Catholicism. Call it whatever you want. It's an ancient Babylonian religion from an alien and his alien race. Mm -hmm. It's serpent seed. You're not of this world. You're not of this age. Let's talk about that alien a little bit, Miss Powell.:
1: Okay, uh, the alien is the deceiver of the age. Revelation twelve nine says, "And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him."
0: So he's here. He's in the air. He's he's the boss of this age, and he's doing his thing, man. And he's there to deceive. Uh He's there to take anybody down he can to prove his point that God's creation sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's his point. Mm -hmm. Um, And when Israel, that's right, when the Jews crucified their Messiah, they exalted the alien as the God of this age. Mm -hmm. Instead of exalting their Messiah, their God of the age... They exalted the alien and they said, We have no king but Caesar. That's right. Wow, Caesar, pagan Rome. Wow, how about that? And Rome never died, it just turned into pagan Roman Catholic. They have no king but Caesar. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there any other scripture?
1: Well, when um, Jesus was talking about the God that was coming into this world, uh, it's John fourteen thirty, which says, "Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me."
0: So even Jesus says, uh, "Satan's coming," and from this point on, he's going to be ruling. He's going to be running the show. Mm-hmm. So that's why we entitled this program, this episode, The Alien Age, From Christ to Now. That's what we live in. Mm-hmm. We live in an extremely deceptive age. Right. Extremely deceptive age. Uh, sometimes I wonder how... I mean, if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, man, you couldn't see any truth at all.
1: Oh, definitely not. He's, not he's the one that, that reveals truth to us. Yeah. Without him we we were we will be totally deceived and disillusioned
0: and that's why I'm urging you just to to look into the Jesuits, look into the history, look into what they did to the Word of god not and, and also to all of the world and every government and what they're into World War one, World War two the Nazis mm-hmm. look at how the Catholic Church was involved with the Nazis I yeah. mean you're going to see a pattern here of antichrist you're going to see a beast pattern here that goes way back. To the fourth century, probably the third century. Mm-hmm. But Constantine really brought it, brought it, uh, you know, to the forefront. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to see that. And, you know, you know, the Holy Spirit will reveal that stuff to you, but you, you got to go out there and you, you got to look at it. Yeah. still,
1: you got to look at it's it. It's an eye opener. It really is. It really
0: is. Um, and so this alien creature, this satanic alien creature, he just sees, the world mm-hmm. through riches, right?
1: Yeah, Matthew six twenty four says, "No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, mm-hmm. or else he will hold to the one and despise the other." You cannot serve God and mammon. Mark four nineteen says, "And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful." And First Timothy six ten says. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which, while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows.
0: And you get that point there. It's the love of the money and it's the covetousness of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's that that lust, that drive. Yeah.
0: Got to have it. Got to have more of it. Right. Yeah. It's interesting that, you know, you have a multibillionaire and I'm not an anti-Trump guy at all. I voted for him. But uh, you, have an, you have a you have a multi billionaire. I'm separating politics from uh, my my. <laughs> okay, but um, you have a multi billionaire in the White House, uh, right? Mm-hmm. He's got to love money. Right. <laughs> he's got to love money, and he makes deals. He's the art of ne- he's, a, he's the art of negotiation. Makes deals. I got to get more money for mm-hmm. me and my friends and my family legacy money money money, and then. You have some crazy uh, Paula White as a spiritual advisor bringing in Rodney Howard Brown to lay the Kundalini spirit on Mm -hmm. his spine last week. Mm -hmm. And then there's Christians there thinking that him and Mike Pence are, uh, you know, Christians and they're going to, you know, save America. That's right. And it's going to happen. It doesn't Uh work that way.
1: So we're deceived by riches, but we're also deceived by sin. Hebrews 3.13 says, But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through this deceitfulness of sin.
0: And um, how about, how about like, just using your brain, imagination, and weird
1: doctrines? Exactly, yes. 2 Corinthians says, But I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve, through his subtlety." subtlety, Mm -hmm. so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that's in Christ. For if he that cometh preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if you receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him.
0: See, and that's Antichrist. Another gospel is a pseudo gospel is an anti gospel. Another Christ is a pseudo Christ or an Antichrist. Mm hmm. You can't enjoin, there's no unity with Catholicism. That's right. You know, you can't go to a church like we did back in 2006, you know, when, you know, I got kicked in the face uh, by the Lord and um, you can't go to a church and then they had they had prayer stations. Yeah. They had Catholic uh, candles and little tables uh, around the church building. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were called prayer stations. And the reason why they did that is because there was many Hispanic people that went to that church Mm -hmm. that were, uh, that came out of Catholicism. And so they did this so they would feel comfortable.
1: That's right. You know, Galatians one, six, nine says, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ, Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say we now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. And let me read some quotes here from <laughs> the Catholic Church, the mm. popes. Pope Innocent the Third, which I think is funny, innocent. Yeah. Term.
0: Yeah. How arrogant can that be? I'm yeah. innocent. The third one being innocent.
1: He said in 1215... Um, there is but one universal church of the faithful outside, which no one at all is saved. Wow. Um, Pope Pius the fourth, he said, it is a sin to believe that there is salvation outside the Catholic church. St. Augustine said there is no salvation outside the church. And when he's saying the church, they're talking about, of course, the Roman Catholic church, uh, Pope St. John the 23rd, he said, it is impossible to be joined to God. Through, except through Jesus Christ, it is impossible to be united to Christ except in and through the church, which is his mystical body. St. Augustine, there's another quote from him that says, If you are not in the body, you are not under the head. He who does not have Christ for a head cannot be saved. And he who does not belong to the body of Christ that is the church of Christ Mm. does not have Christ for his head. And the Catholic church alone is the body of Christ. And the Holy ghost gives life to no one who is outside his body. Now in uh, June of 2014, Pope Francis, our Pope said this, he prayed this. He said, dear friends, let us ask the Lord through the intercession of the Virgin Mary, mother of the church, For the grace to never fall into the temptation of thinking we can make it without others, that we can get along without the church, that we can save ourselves alone of being Christians of the laboratory. On the contrary, you cannot love God without loving your brothers, and you cannot love God outside the church. You cannot be in communion with God without being so in the church.
0: So, um, Pope Francis, Jorge, He's a Jesuit. Yes. For the first time in history, you actually have a Jesuit whose sole purpose of the organization Mm -hmm. was to defend the Pope at any cost in the Catholic Church at any cost. You now have a Jesuit himself as the white Pope Mm -hmm. and you still have the black Pope, the general of the Jesuits. But now you have a Jesuit as a Pope. I think we live in some pretty deceptive, perilous times.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And people run to this guy like he's some rock star. Like he's got all this energy and he's so cool and uh, he even has a rock album. Yeah. We played that a couple of years ago. It was absolutely horrible. <laughs> I'm, I kid you not. Some idiot put rock music to his Latin chanting. That's right. And if you need to go to the bathroom in the morning, it's a good thing to listen to because it'll just eliminate your bowels. <laughs> you can take a pope every day. You get it? I got to go take a pope. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate this guy. You know why? Because he's of Lucifer. I hate this guy because he's a serpent seed. I hate this guy because he's Satan deceiving the masses. Yeah, I hate right. this guy, and I hate the religion, and I hate the beast. Mm-hmm. That's true, absolutely. And with these imagination, these these delusions and seductions, and we talked about this last week a little bit. You did, Miss Capal, the social gospel.
1: Oh yeah. You know, the social gospel, um, the the actual movement, was prominent in the 20th century in the United States and Canada, and the movement applied Christian ethics to social problems, especially issues of social justice, such as excessive wealth, poverty, alcoholism, crime, racial tensions, slums, bad hygiene, child labor, inadequate labor unions, poor schools, and the danger of war.
0: And they want to redistribute your wealth. Mm-hmm. When they talk about poverty, the Catholic Church came up with liberation theology, liberation theology is where they they said, "Well Christ you know only dealt with the poor and he liberated the poor and that was huge in these Latin American countries and these banana republics and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still is it 's socialism, it's social gospel, it replaces salvation through christ exactly it's antichrist you can 't have anything to do with it, nothing, nothing. Do not read a Jesuit Bible. You know what a Jesuit Bible is? I'm going to tell you. You can go through your home right now, and I'll tell you how to identify a Jesuit Bible. If it's not a King James Version, Authorized Version 1611, it's a Jesuit Bible. Unless it was written before 1611. you got an old Tyndale or a Coverdale or a Geneva, something like that. If you have NIV, ESV, RSV, NASB, New King James, on and on and on, they all come from the same source. Mm-hmm. West Cotton Hort and that other satanic Tissendorf who found ancient scriptures in the trash can being burned at a monastery.
1: Yeah. That's so, the
0: Bible you have.
1: That's what he said. That's how he found. He's a liar.
0: They're all liars. And and suddenly the Jesuits found an ancient, more ancient manuscript in the Vatican library in the 1500s. Ah, and the whole purpose is to counter the Reformation. It's a counter Reformation movement. They need to destroy the word of God to keep people in control and under satanic delusion. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: When you have the word of God, you get free. We That's went right. through our whole house and got rid of everything that, that was a Jesuit Bible. We're just not going to have it in the house. Okay, unification of the nations. We just heard something today about how these worship songs, a lot of worship songs talk about the God of the nations,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I don't listen to worship music, so I never heard this, but uh, they said there's a lot of worship songs that talk about God of the nations, yeah, And uh, we just heard a little sermon today saying it's not even it's not even biblical. There's no God of the nations. No. And so it, it, you begin to look at this and you start talking about the unification of the nations. This is the one world, one world religion. Of course, you, you need a one world government. You need a one world religion and one. World, it's all under Babylon, Babylon. It's the reversal of the Tower of Babel instead of scattering. Let's bring man together. Mm -hmm. And it exalts the name of a man. Just like the Tower of Babel. We're going to build a name for ourselves. Once again, there's no unification of anything. United Nations. Come on.
2: Come on.
0: Let's talk about two bodies of the alien. There's two bodies. Mm -hmm. We have the body of the Messiah. I don't even want to use the term body like church or body of Christ because it's all hijacked, folks. So we have body of the Messiah. And then you have the body of the alien. Two bodies. Mm-hmm. Two bodies. You have some scriptures there. You want to talk about the body of Messiah?
1: The body of Messiah. Okie dokie. The First Corinthians 12, 3 and 13 says, The body of Christ gathered by the Holy Spirit. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaks by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and that no man say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. For by one Spirit... Are we all baptized into one body, whether we be of Jews or Gentiles, whether we be a bond or free and have been made and have been all made to drink into one spirit? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Well, that's interesting. Whether we be Jew or Gentile. Mm -hmm. So there's no ethnic bloodline that's more um, holy Mm -mm. than someone who's baptized in the same spirit. Nope. There's no Jew, there's no Gentile. Let's get that through our head finally. That's right. We're one in Christ. My goodness. This Judaizing stuff is just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's a distraction. So
0: we are gathered by the Holy Spirit to be the body of Messiah. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Okay, Uh, you continue.
1: Uh, The body of Satan is energized by this alien. Uh, Ephesians 2, 1 through 2 says, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past he walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience.
0: That works in the children of disobedience. That spirit, that alien spirit, energizes them like an energizer bunny Mm -hmm. to do evil. That's the Jesuits. That's, you have to understand these Jesuits are everywhere, so you could blame the Kabbalistic Jews, but they're the okay. same people. Mm-hmm. You can blame the Muslims, but they're the same people. You can blame the governments, but they're the same people. They're everywhere because they're serpent seed.
2: Exactly.
0: They're seed of the serpent, they're the tares. And I think I think they started with the Sanhedrin. We did a study on that not too long ago. Mm-hmm. The Sanhedrin is they're just horrible.
2: That's right.
0: and that's where it all began. When they said The blood of God be upon us and our children. And they put a curse on themselves. That's right. And they decided to become um, possessed for eternity. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Another thing about the body of Christ or the body of Messiah, and I don't even want to use the word church because it's hijacked. To mean, When people say church, or I went to church, or I did church, or at my church, they th- it's a building and it's an organization to them. But the body of Christ is not a building or an organization. It's an organism. It's an alive, uh, living organism in Christ. And the thing about the body of Christ, or body of Messiah, is that it's united to a living head. That's right, Christ Jesus. And there's a scripture there, Ephesians Ephesians
1: one. one twenty through twenty three, which says, "Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all."
0: So we have a boss. We have a thinking, reasonable logos, intelligence, Mm -hmm. guiding our spirits, guiding us through the Holy Spirit. That's right. Now, the body of the alien is a little different. It doesn't have a head. It's like a zombie. It doesn't have a living head. Rather than being an organism like the body of Messiah, it is an organization. That's good. Mm -hmm. Whereas the body of Christ is an organism. The body of the alien is an organization. Wow. You can kind of tell the difference, can't you? Yep. So the Pope is an, an anti or pseudo head for the alien body. That's right. He's put himself in the temple as a God saying that he is God. And to we've be heard worshipped.
1: quotes from this, the, the Popes that said he is.
0: Yes. And no one else in history, there is no other office of religion or government or education or finance in history that has consistently done so for the last 1900 years from Christ till now.
2: Mm -hmm. That's
0: right. (laughs) And we're still looking for the future Antichrist where he's right here and people write books. The people write books, oh, the Antichrist is, uh, you know, I identified it. He's, he's Baron Trump. He's Baron Trump. He's born. And he's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. He's been with us this whole time. That's right. John even says the spirit of Antichrist is already here and has gone out among us. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Let's talk about the, the good point of this message. And let's talk about the destruction of the alien. Yay! Destruction of the alien. Let's get with that.
1: Isaiah 24, says, and it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish the host of the high ones that are on high and the kings of the earth upon the earth.
0: Wow. And the high ones, is that Ephesians six twelve.
1: Yep. And it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places.
0: Those are the aliens, folks. And they're going to be destroyed. Amen. And the kings of the earth are all the puppets, all the human puppets, all the idiots who follow blindly after the beast and take the mark mm-hmm. of the beast.
1: Revelations nineteen seventeen through 21 says, and I saw an angel standing in the sun and he cried with a loud voice saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit on them and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone, and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh.
0: Those are the human idiots taking the mark of the beast. And I like the false prophet that brings all kinds of miracles. Mm Mm-hmm. To deceive these people. And like I said earlier, pick up your phone or your Galaxy, your iPhone, your iWatch, and look at that magic, literally a miracle in your pocket that you didn't have 10 years ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You didn't have that in t- t- 10 years ago. No. Nope. You didn't have that in 2008. You didn't have that little pocket computer like that. mm Complete magic. And now you have D-Wave computing, quantum computing. That's not miraculous. It's miraculous. And it points everyone to worship the beast, the miracles. Yep. Let's end with the end results.
1: All righty. The end results is Revelation 20, verse 4. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. And for the word of God, and which had not worshiped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Praise the Lord.
0: Amen. And how do you not take the mark of the beast? You have to be children of a living organism called the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. That's how you not take the mark of the beast. That's the only way. You have to be in Christ. You have to be part of the way. That's right. The way, not in the way, but the way. Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: Amen. You know, we were talking earlier. I just wanted to say something about um, God over the nations. Uh-huh. I typed it in. Uh, I googled it. Okay. And I and it came up with Psalm forty-seven, eight. Now, just listen to this. The King James Bible reads this way. God reigneth over the heathen, heathen, and God sits upon the throne of His holiness. And all the other translations—the NIV, the New Living Translation, the English Standard Version, the New American Standard Bible, um, what else? The uh, Jubilee, the, God, the um, American King James Version, the American Standard Version—all of them basically read that God is king over the nations God reigns over the nations God reigns over the nations uh, God rules the nations let's see here uh, American King James Version says God reigns over the heathen um, the American standard Version says God reigns over the nations the douay Bible says God reign shall reign over the nations the Darby Bible says God reigneth over the nations but the King James Version says, "God reigneth over the heathen."
0: A difference. Mm-hmm. A
1: difference. The majority of them say um, nations.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, God of the nations. It's uh, of course these people use that as a unification
2: mm-hmm.
0: thing. Yeah, that that God is God of the nations. We're all one. We're all one. That's not true. It's not happening. Uh, and what Miss Kapow just read to you. She just listed all the Jesuit Bibles mm-hmm. because everything's a Jesuit Bible that's not King James. I, I know. It sounds crazy. When, when you know the history of the Bible, when you see it, all these new translations come from the same source. They just give it another name, but they're all the same source. And it comes from Westcott and Hort and then before him, Tissendorf. And Tissendorf's is the one who pulled it out of a fire that the monks were burning. And Westcott and Hort added and made their own Greek text up. And instead of taking the taking the words of God for what they were, they eliminated words so that it benefited the Catholic Church and the Pope.
1: Yeah, if you do a study on the NIV, just type in um um verses that were uh, omitted from the NIV compared to the King James. And you'll have like a list of verses that um, they removed from the NIV.
0: I think someone said it's from, I think it was Walter Veith who said, if you take uh, all the scriptures from the middle of Acts all the way to the end of Revelation, that's how much of that's how many words were removed Mm -hmm. from these new translations. Yeah, amazing. Uh, It's so, so what happened in the old days, the Catholic church, they would put you on the rack or burn you at the stake or cut your head off or torture you, whatever they had to do uh, for you not to uh, spread those copies of that word of God that was passed down from the Mm -hmm. early church. Mm -hmm. They would kill you. It's called the, the inquisition. Mm-hmm. Uh, which still exists today under a different name. In fact, that's where they had all the gay orgy uh, mm-hmm. last week in the Vatican. All the big gays were, were there at a place where, um, I forget the name of it, but it has, it used to be called the inquisition. It has another name on it. Uh, typical Satanist, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because they're all gay and that's why they're pedophiles. They're Satanists. It's, yeah, it's so clear, but, uh, In the old days, they would kill you. Well, what what they ended up doing is they couldn't stamp out the word of God. They couldn't stamp it out because of the Reformation and the King James Bible. They couldn't stamp it out. So what they did is they infiltrated it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And over the years, they've got ignorant people and ignorant ministers like Darby uh, Schofield Mm -hmm. to buy into these Jesuit Bibles and then propagate them to their congregations. And now... All of evangelical Christianity uh, uses these things. Right. So, I, I mean, I, it's, I'm not making this up. Yeah. This is... Look it up. This is, what's, this is what happened. And this is what's happening now. Um, so, anyway. What else, Mister Pant?
1: I think that's it, Jared.
0: Okay, so remember, the alien age from Christ to now... Is what we just talked about. And that's what we live in. And he's going to be whacked at the end. So that's what our, uh, we're looking forward to that. Very but in much. the meantime, you have to take heed and be aware of everything. Because mm-hmm. this evil, these aliens are in everything. 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 Yes. Not just religion. They're in everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It says, contend for the faith. Um you know, um, fight the good fight of faith, guard it as a as a, as a um, precious treasure, because that's what Satan wants to do. He wants to take the word from you. He wants to deceive you and lead you astray. He wants to take you away from Christ. So you have to be on guard. Watch and pray. Watch and pray.
0: Amen. All right. Good night for me.
1: And for me. Ciao, baby.
5: Of men who have died in their glory, of their spiritual lives, heard the teachings of men who have lied. But all I know is Jesus Christ and Him crucified for me, about the sins that I did commit, for which Jesus died on that tree.